to the Humanity Church Podcast, a place where meaningful conversations around living by faith, being known by love, and becoming a voice of hope are shared with the world every week. We hope that you enjoy this podcast and will join us live on Sundays at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, online or at the historic Fox Theater in beautiful downtown Pomona. We also host humanity groups that meet all throughout the city and online to continue the conversation and support you in your ongoing spiritual journey. Find one near you by visiting humanitychurch.com. If you would like to financially support this podcast or the ongoing work at Humanity Church, you can text any donation amount to 84321 and give directly from your phone. Now, here's this week's podcast. Dear 2022, you are not as fragile as you might think. You know, there are some things in this world that are absolutely fragile, and they should be classified as fragile because they break easily. So things like wine glasses, they're fragile. I've broken several in my lifetime. Uh, Bubbles are fragile. Butterfly wings are fragile. Rose petals are fragile. These are things that break easy. There's a high probability that they're going to break, and when they break, it's difficult to repair them, and that's why they are classified as fragile. And then on the other side, there are are things that we would classify as almost unbreakable. These are things that would be very difficult to break, and they almost never break. Like a rubber ball, a bouncy ball, you you never break those. A cast iron skillet doesn't often get broken all that often. A bicycle helmet is made to be unbreakable, hopefully, right? And they're designed to not break for a purpose. You can do almost anything to them, and they remain unshaken, The interesting thing is that so much of the language that's coming at us today from society, from media, from politics, from culture, is that humanity is fragile and delicate, (laughs) emotionally, mentally, spiritually. I mean, we, we find ourselves in a place today where we need notices if something might be difficult to watch or if it's going to trigger us in some way, shape, or form. Sticks or stones may actually break our bones, and words used to never hurt us. And now almost anything could be violent when you speak it out loud. And for many, safety has become like the highest virtue that you can ascend to. And it's crazy to me because most of us don't actually find ourselves in any type of eminent danger with our lives on a regular basis, and yet safety is one of the number one things when asked that people are looking for in life in 2022. And what I found is that when people say safety, what they don't actually mean is like, I want to make sure that a Tyrannosaurus Rex doesn't eat me, right? Or I want to make sure that someone doesn't kill me in the streets. Usually when they talk about safety, when you boil it down to, at least in my experience of coaching hundreds of people over the last year, is that safety equals comfort, or that safety equals my preference. And so when we're pursuing something that's safe, what we're usually saying is, I want to be comfortable, and I want to live in my own preference in the world around me. It's interesting that this language has even seeped into the religious conversation about how fragile human beings are on a regular basis. I mean, if I hear the phrase, well, I'm just broken, one more time, I'm probably going to throw up. But, but it's this, this phrase has found its way into the church, and it's everywhere. Well, we're so broken, and I'm broken, and it's broken, and everything's broken, and look at all the pieces, right? Do you know that that phrase is actually nowhere in the scriptures, 
It talks about us being brokenhearted, and it talks about broken bones, but there is never a place in the scriptures where it will refer to you as a human being as broken in any way, shape, or form. In fact, it's quite the opposite. The scriptures do talk about sin, but the thing is, is that when we are engaged in sin, it's actually working perfectly in our lives. It actually has a purpose. See, the purpose of sin in our lives is to elevate us above God and to ignore the work of Jesus on the cross. And when we find ourselves in that space, the system is actually working perfectly. It is doing everything that it is designed for. Now, the results of the system may be pain and death, but the system itself is not broken. It is using you, but it is not broken in any way, shape, or form. See, sin is at work perfectly, but strange enough, so is the power and presence of Jesus. So why is it that as a community of followers of Jesus, and even as a culture, that we would much rather identify as broken and fragmented and fragile and delicate than we would strong, powerful overcomers, achievers? Why is it that that is the draw, the focus? Why does it become so easy to identify as fragile? In 1 Corinthians 4, 7 through 12, Paul tells us this, but we have this treasure in jars of clay to show us that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not abandoned. Struck down, but not destroyed. We always carry around in our body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our body. For we who are alive are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake so that his life may also be revealed in our mortal body. So then, death is at work in us, but life is at work in you. See, this is actually what the scriptures declare over your life when you are connected to Jesus. He says, you are pressed, but you will not be identifying as crushed. You may be confused, but do not identify as despairing. You may be betrayed and mocked and abandoned, but you in any way, shape, or form are never alone. And he says, you may be struck down, but you are still breathing, you are still kicking, you are still moving because you have this life of Jesus at work within you. Nothing of this language screams fragile and broken. In fact, it's the exact opposite. It screams, you are unbreakable. It actually screams that no matter what comes at you, there is a future that is exponentially more powerful than where you started from in the midst of even all the chaos. So dear 2022, the question still stands, why on earth would we ever rather identify as broken rather than victorious? See, because here's the thing. If we were to actually own the fact that we were unbreakable in Christ, It would force us to live responsibly with the gift that he has given us. See, because here's the thing. The fragile and broken, they don't have to take new ground in their life because they're fragile and broken. The fragile and broken cannot be expected to keep going because they're delicate. The fragile and broken cannot serve others with passion. They need to be taken care of. The fragile and broken will never be expected to fight the good fight because one word, one look, one glance will shatter them. The fragile and broken are chronically alone, misunderstood, overlooked because they might break permanently. 
So the bar is lowered and it becomes easier, it becomes safe, aka comfortable. See, the unbreakable are those who take new ground. The unbreakable are those who keep going. The unbreakable are those who serve the world with passion and abandon. The unbreakable fight to the end. The unbreakable actually create community everywhere they go. And it's ironic to me that those who crave safety the most wonder why their lives feel so broken. Because brokenness is actually one of the most unsafe places you could ever find yourself. See, when comfort becomes your God, brokenness becomes your inheritance. So, dear 2022, Jesus has called you to live unbreakable lives. Actually, strike that. He has called you to live anti-fragile lives. See, there are some things that are fragile that break. There are some things that are unbreakable that are almost nearly impossible to destroy. But there's actually this third category that I believe we are called to step into, to lean into. See, in Romans, Paul also says this to us. We know that all things work together for good for those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. See, humans in relationship to Jesus are actually anti-fragile, meaning the more that we break, the more hits we take, the more that comes at us, the stronger we actually become in the end. It's not that we just don't break. It's that when we do break, we actually become exponentially more powerful because the strength of Jesus then gets demonstrated to the world around us. See, your muscles are anti-fragile. Every time you go to the gym and you lift heavy things, you rip your muscles apart. Now, now, fragile would say, oh no, what have you done? Now they're in pieces. Unbreakable would not allow them to rip. You would just lift heavy things and say, look how strong I am. But anti-fragile actually rips the muscle apart and then they grow back stronger. And with every rip, they grow back stronger. And with every rip, they grow back stronger. And this is exactly how the human soul was designed to be in relationship to Jesus and others, ourselves, and the world around us. See, this is why it says we consider it pure joy when we find ourselves in suffering because in the end, we know that we are gonna get ripped and we are going to find ourselves healed and become stronger. And in the end, the scriptures say that we will lack nothing. Yes. See, while there is much in your life that I know that God did not ordain, he did not ordain the abuse. He did not ordain the pain he did not ordain the heartbreak. He did not ordain the abandonment. He did not ordain the circumstances that you found yourself in. He did not ordain all of the disappointments. But he will take all of that, all of the rips and cuts and nicks and tears, and he will bring them back together for good. Not that all of it was good, but that it will be used for good. So as you break, you do not become broken. You may break for a moment, but that is not your identity because as Jesus comes and restores things, everything begins to work together for good. Not an ounce of your pain and suffering, not an ounce of the break gets wasted in the middle of this. Kind of like how an execution on the cross becomes the pathway to the salvation of all of humanity. Talk about anti-fragile. 
So not only can we cast off this small identity of being fragile and broken and giving into this drive for comfort, but we can be assured that every nick, cut, scratch, ding, break on our heart and our minds, all of it gets used for something more powerful than when we started. Because we are connected to a God who is far from broken. We are connected to a God who is far from fragile. And let me just tell you, he has zero intention of relating to you as broken. He has every intention of relating to you as his child, as a bearer of his image. That one who carries a thin slice of the divine with you everywhere you go. I I grew up in so much religious trauma. I mean, my church hurt story beats anyone else's, I guarantee you. And I know it's kind of like on trend to be hurt by the church these days, you know? It's kind of like on point. It's kind of, you know, you get a few extra Instagram stories if you post something, points if you post something. And here's the thing that I found over my life is that there is this draw to identify with the trauma and to identify with the hurt and allow it to become my identity. And there is a longing to step into a place where it is pity and sadness and despair and there are certainly moments for that but I refuse to be identified as broken. I refuse to be identified as one who is victimized by anyone around me. See, all of it gets turned into fuel to create something exponentially more beautiful than where I started in the middle of this. And this is where people of all walks get to belong because God took a piece of brokenness and turned it into something exponentially more powerful. So dear 2022, when you are tempted to identify as fragile, as broken, as delicate, when you are tempted to crave safety over faith, remind yourself that you are anti-fragile and refuse to settle for comfort. And go give yourself fully to the adventure of life in front of you because you do not belong to a broken God. So what I'd like for you to discuss with someone next to you is what is an area in your life where you are tempted to believe that you are fragile or broken? It could be something from your past. It could be a thing that you struggle with. It could be something physical in your body. I don't care what it is. Something that when you look at it, you just, there's a temptation to go into self-pity and say, look how broken I am and look how things are awful and to play the victim in that. And where have you seen God turn something beautiful into, turn something painful into something beautiful in your life? All right, have that conversation. Thank you for joining us for this week's podcast. We hope that it was a meaningful experience and look forward to having you listen in next week for another conversation from the heart and soul of Humanity Church. You can find more information about our community at www.humanitychurch.com.